welcome to the Foodist Life podcast with me, Jambo, and me, Steph. So, Steph, it's been a while since we record, recorded, and anyone listening now, the weather's probably miserable, wet, cold, <laughs> but right now it's beautiful sunshine outside. How have you been? I've been good, actually. I've been quite sunburned, if we're going to talk physical. Mm. So, outdoor tennis coaching in this weather sometimes hopefully mum doesn't listen to this one I forget to put sun cream on I've had burnt legs I've had burnt shoulders burnt face you know unbelievable it's, yeah it's not great it's not great for the whole uh, health and fitness is it but here we are how many years have you been tennis coaching now far too many one would say but and you still haven't learned those lessons this is the thing like I've been playing tennis outside for 29 years of my life and I still don't learn it's ridiculous yeah disappointed in you Steph but we'll talk about that off air so um this week Steph we are talking about uh weight loss and having a full social calendar talk to me so I think coming out of lockdown which we currently are at the moment it's something that a lot of my lean beans are juggling with and just people that I generally speak to on social media and in real life that there's lots going on in the world of socials, lots of dinners out, lots of barbecues, people wanting to just meet up because, you know, we haven't been able to do it for so long. So there's also the goal of, right, I want to get rid of this lockdown weight. Juggling those two are almost opposite ends of the spectrum. So today, I guess, is about how we juggle those, if we can, and how we're going to make it work. I'm actually really glad we're doing this podcast because I've actually fallen a victim of this myself. So I was doing really well with my tracking and my weight loss. I think I lost about five kilos at one point, which is great. Really happy with. And then things started opening up. I started going for a couple of beers here and there. And it, I've had to now adjust my pattern again to obviously incorporate new things, but I had put on a bit more extra poundage. So to say Debbie who has been doing really well up until now and now has obviously her calendar's got more what would you how would you sort of deal with Debbie what would you say to her what what kind of problems do you see in your lean beaners or what what comes up a lot I think actually Jamba you've hit the nail on the head with your little spiel there is adjusting readjusting so if you were Debbie, who was losing weight during lockdown, doing really well. She had X, Y, and Z going on. She had a game plan. The situation has now changed. So you have to adjust to, okay, this was my calorie target in lockdown. Let's say Debbie was on 1500 calories. So post lockdown, Debbie still wants to be on 1500 calories because that's how she's going to lose a pound a week. That's how she's going to keep progressing as she has been. But how do you then fit those 1500 calories into, okay, I'm going to have some extra alcohol. I'm going to have, I want an extra pudding going out with my friends for meals or, you know, even just the simple fact of going out for meals means that your calories are generally going to be higher than, I don't know about you, but I definitely have noticed that. Like when I first was going out for a few meals post lockdown, I was like, geez, I am so full. Mm, all the time mm-hmm. not all the time but and yeah. it's there's just there is so many much more calories in going out for meals than if you're just cooking at home all the time 
Yeah, for sure. I think uh, what I was, well, what was happening with me, I was going out and then I was having like maybe a couple of beers with dinner and then afterwards we'd sit and have a couple of more, say like beers, but all of a sudden like, I was probably having an extra thousand calories just in maybe like four beers where like if, even if I was at home, even if I had a beer, I'd probably have one, maybe mm. at a stretch two. Like I, I guess like, and then I think that's how it snowballed for me. Was like all of a sudden I was just having beer, more beer, beer, beer. Obviously everyone's a bit different, but maybe for me it wasn't necessarily the, the food side of it, but it was all, almost the stuff that I didn't even think about. Yeah, and also the fact that people are now busier because mm. you can go back into the office at work. You've got more things to juggle with, taking the kids to school. You've got just so much more on your calendar, like even past the point of social. Social mm-hmm. adds to the whole calendar of busy and that. And it's, yeah, it definitely, definitely makes things harder. I think what I've, um, or I went out on Friday and what I've done, which as I say helps, um, just made that, like, I really, I realized that I was drinking obviously like a lot of beer and I just made the switch all of a sudden I was drinking gin and tonics instead. Mm. And, um, you know, it's, it's only probably cut my calories by a quarter, maybe a third, but it makes just a little bit of difference. Like all of a sudden I was a bit more aware of what I was putting in my mouth. <laughs> Got a finger guns, finger guns. <laughs> yeah. It's, there, there is a lot of different things that you can try and test and we will obviously discuss those throughout the podcast, but it's first and foremost, before we even talk about the numbers and look, weight loss comes down to a calorie deficit. So if you want to lose the weight, Debbie, you've got to be at that 1500 calories consistently. But before you get to that stage, you have to, with this readjustment, think, is this what I want right now? Is losing weight my main focus and my main priority? So a lot of people are getting back into seeing more people, seeing friends, seeing family, that generally does come like we've talked about on previous podcasts with more food more drink as you say jambo more beer and right now is it the time to lose weight or is right now the time that maintenance is actually the better option because if you try and restrict yourself to 1500 calories when you've got these barbecues you're going out for meals you want to go out drinking with your friends you're then kind of setting yourself up for failure in some ways I love that you said that because actually you have been drumming, you've drummed this into me a few times. You, every time we've spoke about maybe numbers not changing, you've sort of said to me, is it the right time for you to be doing this? And the other day I was sort of, I'd, uh, I, well, I weighed myself and I think I had, like the scales hadn't really moved much. And I was a bit like, and I was like, maybe I need to cut back on the beer. And, and then I was like, you are right. Like the Euros are at the moment. I'm seeing more people that I haven't seen in a long time. I'd rather go out and and say like make more sensible decisions and not see like a lack of progress, but like as long as I wasn't like, you know, putting on pounds and pounds and pounds. But for me, that's a bit more important just to sit at maintenance for a while. Yeah. And there's so much power in maintenance. Like people forget actually maintaining is a really good place to be at because you're not gaining gaining is the place that we don't want to be at in our calorie surplus so if you can have a little bit more flexibility whilst at the moment you feel there's too much going on there's you're busy you've got this 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 maintain 
just maintain even if it's just right the next two weeks the next month the next two months i'm going to maintain i know what i need to do to lose the weight to get back into my calorie deficit but just give yourself a break yeah i think like that's kind of the chat i had with myself i was like right the, the euro is on for a month like obviously i'm not going to be out drinking every single day as much as every i'd love other. to just every other but i was just like for the next month if i just sit around maintenance or you know if i come out of this next month and not restrict myself all the time and i'm still at maintenance what a result that is like almost it's almost like having your cake and eating it because once that's months over probably mentally i'll be so much more refreshed and be like yeah i've done this i'm so proud of myself i haven't put any weight on and then i can start you know re-attacking the situation 100 percent, and as much as that's nice there's still going to be people listening to the podcast that do actually still want to lose weight still continue to stay in the deficit so i guess we should talk about some ways that juggling social events and the calendar around that is beneficial too yeah absolutely steph so let's do it for me steph okay so i am um a man who would love to i've got holiday booked at the end of the year or end of the summer and i want to look my best so i need to drop drop weight and i i can't afford to go a month without uh, being at maintenance i want to make progress what what are you saying to me how am i what tips are you giving me how do i approach social situations do i have to limit myself to social situations do i have to get somebody to sew my mouth up when i'm out <laughs> talk to me first off where are you going on holiday i didn't know this uh well proverbial holiday but uh potentially i'm potentially going away somewhere like greece or portugal oh portugal on the amber list <laughs> everywhere's so, on the amber list yeah true fair i'm not following the news i won't lie to you <laughs> so if we look at the numbers so let's say let's keep it nice and easy jambo your deficit is 1500 calories a day so i know well you're debbie and you're jambo at the same time right yeah yeah so your maintenance is around 2000 calories. Mm -hmm. So how we can, how I juggle this mostly with my lean meals and how most of them like to do it is looking at a flexibility around a week rather than just day to day. So if you're on 1500 calories a day, you know, the weekends are harder. So as you said, Jambo, you're not going to be drinking every day. If you just keep that, let's say mostly to the weekends, that's when you generally have your higher calorie days. What you can do is go a little bit lower with your calories on, let's say, Monday to Friday. So you can drop them 100 or 200 calories. So you bank those calories. Therefore, you have more at the weekend to be a little bit more flexible. At the end of the seven day period, you've actually averaged out at 1500 calories evenly over the day, over the week. Therefore, you're still in your deficit. You've had more flexibility. You have more fun. You don't have to deprive yourself and you're good. Love this. Absolutely love this. It's funny. Um, this is sort of the approach I have been taking it, but at like maintenance ish is to like, kind of like look at my diary and go, or oh, I'm going to play baseball with Steph on that day, or I'm going to watch England play in the pub that day. And just like, kind of just it, it, for me, it hasn't been a massive adjustment like the other days, but I love the, this approach because then you can have that sort of, not carefree because obviously you still have to be aware of what you're doing but there's less almost guilt attached to it yeah and most people monday to friday for example 
are working, are in a routine, are in their normal like day to day. Obviously, whilst the weather's nice and it's light for longer throughout the day, you might stay up a little bit later. You might have a couple of extra drinks or whatever or snacks. But the reality is, like, if you still want to lose weight, you've got to, again, it comes back to mindset of I'm still here to lose weight. This is my goal. We can just make a few tweaks and adjustments so that I can still have that little bit extra flexibility. So like the difference between maintenance and still losing weight, of course, you're going to have to be more strict with yourself to stick with your deficit. Mm-hmm. And that's, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier. If that's not the right time for you, that's when you go to maintenance. But if you are wanting to lose the weight, then this is a way that you can oh, have your cake and eat it. Yeah, amazing. I've actually got a random question for you, Steph. I'm going to keep you on your toes. Okay, Debbie slash Jambo's at a barbecue. Mm. Um, I think this is where a lot I see a lot of people fall down with barbecues because there's not really, I say like portion control, like there's sausages coming out, there's burgers coming out, you want a bit of everything, there's a chicken thigh over there, there's coleslaw. What are you saying to people that want to attend the barbecue, want to like tips and hints, what do you eat, what do you miss, do you know? are you missing the carbs out or are you (laughs) (laughs) or or, or like are you is there certain like dense calorie dense foods that you should avoid or what's the crack talk to me so my advice with this and this comes up every summer is when you're at a barbecue one stick to one plate so don't go back for seconds because that's one plate at a time or yeah (laughs) one plate total right so the next bit of advice is work your meal on that plate around the protein sources. So whether that's chicken, burgers, sausages, whatever you've got on your plate, work it around that. So then add in your burger bun, add in your salad, try and make salads like a big portion of the plate and then food volume. So Mm -hmm. you've got your one plate, you've got your protein source. That's going to keep you nice and full fill it out with salad, have a little bit of coleslaw. And then the chances are, once you've had that one plate, you're not going to be 1500 calories deep and used all your calories in one. It's yeah. Yeah. I think, I think what my approach when I go to a barbecue is, well, firstly eat as much food as possible until I explode. But (laughs) if I'm being sensible is I always have a look at like the different, whatever's on the barbecue, different food on the barbecue might be burgers or whatever, but like, I don't, I'm not overly fussed on sausages, say. Like, don't get me wrong, I like a sausage, but not on a barbecue. Like, like higher up my list are probably burgers, maybe a bit of chicken. So, like, I don't lose focus on. I think we've talked about this before with like Christmas sweets. Like, just because it's there doesn't mean that you have to fall into that trap and be like, oh yeah, I'll have that as well. So, um, firstly, I kind of identify what meat I want first, and then, like you said, like the salads and stuff. But the things that really get you on barbecues as well we're talking like you know cheese slices or something if you have a cup of cheese slices or coleslaw you know, a lot of people fry loads of coleslaw on especially you know some of the creamier finest ones quite high in calories and then there's just like the, the condiments as well some people get caught out by having like sort of a mayonnaise based condiment as well so like you can almost have your cake and eat it but it's just being a bit more vigilant with what you're putting on your plate rather than like have a, almost like a focus and goal. And we spoke about this, say at Christmas with the Christmas sweets as well. Yes. And 
what I say to my lean beans, giving away all the secrets now, is if you're at a barbecue, you don't necessarily know how many calories you're going to be eating in that specific meal. Take a picture of the meal, of your plate, and then log all the food afterwards so that mm -hmm. you're not sitting there being like, right, I'm going to be using my fitness pal whilst you're trying to eat and you're at the table with everyone else. Love that. Yeah. And the other thing is make the event or the occasion about the people that you're surrounded with. I think I've said this before, rather mm -hmm. than the food. Yes, yeah. you're there for the barbecue, but you're actually there to enjoy the moment with your friends, with your family and focus on that rather than I need to eat the whole world and his wife and that last sausage. <laughs> yeah, I mean, both are good options. Uh, <laughs> so that's actually really good advice. I like the picture taking thing. I think that's a wicked idea because kind of like removes the some people feel a bit um embarrassed or shy or about tracking obviously there's a bit of stigmatism around it especially with family and friends so it kind of removes that a little bit you can do it in your own time i don't know about you steph but when i'm tracking sometimes i don't track as i go i'll do it at the end of the day or even before the day started depending on how prepared i am um so i love that my next question to you then is at the barbecue it's an adult barbecue so there's a bit of alcohol going around have you got, again, any hints or tips or tricks or magical stuff wisdom about what to avoid, what to go for? Yeah, I think we've talked about which alcohols to go for in terms of calorie wise, like go for the spirit and the diet mixture, yeah. because that's all you're always going to get the most bang for your buck with that or like Prosecco and wine. But what I would actually say is track everything that you're going to or think you're going to be eating the morning before or even better the night before and mm -hmm. then know your limit so if you've got i don't know six gin and tonics to play with or even if it's six beers whatever your calorie allowance is going to allow for so go there knowing right i know i can have six beers yeah that'll do me again be there for the experience rather than i need to get plastered because yeah <laughs> we've all been yeah. there and it's just that, well who likes to be hung over anyway right yeah <laughs> nobody nobody so yeah go there with a plan and it, again unsexy advice but it's what works yeah i think like you can certainly work around like i guess the alcohol situation usually it's bring your own booze um unless you've got some very generous friends but i always like to turn up with some of my own booze anyway just to because i'm a nice guy um but yeah like just like bring enough for the situation the you know where you're at because you know you do, you can kind of like if you know that you've got six beers to play with say or six gin and tonics and you're there for five hours then you'll make them last those five hours but if you've got unlimited beer situation in mm. a five hour period then trust me it's only going to go one way and you're going <laughs> to do it all yeah and again this comes back to the mindset of there'll be some people listening to this right now being like oh my god that's so pathetic like you're sticking to one beer per hour like as if you have to think about it that specifically but people that are thinking that right now are just not in the right place to actually right yeah i'm in a deficit i want to lose weight you're at the point of right i'm going to maintain at the moment if that's how you think about that so yeah and i for sure have been in both those situations before and like you say it's like sometimes being in a better obviously a bit of weight loss lower body fat uh being lighter it's really important to me and i will go out and i'll get non-alcoholic beer and 
it's more about the people. I'm, I'm not there to drink the alcohol. I'm there to be with the people. So it's really important to me. I've been in that situation where I'm like, just want to let my hair down, get a little bit boozy, you know, seeing girls just want to have fun and just relax. Yes. Which brings us on, <laughs> which brings us on to another great point of if you are in the mindset of one beer per hour for the next five hours, but you end up going over. This is another scenario that we definitely need to cover. I think. It happens. Give me your wisdom, Steph. You feel like you've got something lined up. I do, because this is happening quite a lot at the moment. Let's, yeah. let's face it. So, Debbie and Jumbo, both on 1500 calories a day. They've accounted during the week, um, they've gone 200 less calories for five days. So, two, four, six, eight, ten. They've got an extra thousand calories to play with that they go into the barbecue on Saturday. They actually end up over consuming by. 3,000 calories. So Something yeah. I could do. Yeah. Easily done, right? Easily done for all of us. At the end of the week, they end up, they, Debbie, Jambo, end up in actually at calorie maintenance rather than in the deficit that they were planning for. And this is where so, so, so many people fall down because this is the point where most yo-yo dieters are like, F it, I'll start again on Monday or even worse, effort. Oh, this is just not working for me. Eat the world and his wife and the extra sausage and forget it. Forget what they're doing. Where, mm -hmm. no, this is where the most important part of any weight loss journey is, I say it to my lean beans quite a lot at the moment, is it's not about going over your calories. It's about the comeback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about getting straight back on the game train the next day. Because everyone goes over calories. That is part of being a human being. You, we talk about a consistent calorie deficit all the time. And of course, that is the fundamental part and rule of weight loss and losing weight. But everyone goes over at some point and don't see that as a failure. It's just part of the journey. That's where you're going to learn. Actually, next time I am going to stick to my, my five beers per one hour. No, not one hour. <laughs> I mean, that's still that's good what, effort. That's probably what they did do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so you get, you, you learn things from these, these scenarios and these situations. I feel like you've got something to say, Jumbo. Yeah, no, I was just going to say though, spot on. And I think as well, like you said about the comeback, I think a good thing to do, especially if you can get boozy and it might get out of hand potentially is plan for the next day. So like, for example, um, New Year's Eve, I'm going to use this as an example. I always try to make sure that I have an abundance of healthy th food in the house for the next day. You know, it doesn't always go as well as I planned, but <laughs> it's like having that mentality is like quicker the comeback because I know like a lot of people think like, oh, Monday to Sunday is my week. Saturday, I'm going to go out and go well over my calories and all of a sudden that whole week is ruined. No, 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 no. Like amortize it over a seven day period and see it like, almost like as each day goes by that that bad day gets further and further away and you're making that progress as you go along yeah yeah and it's like if you you or debbie goes over by 3000 calories on the saturday but then also go over 3000 calories on the sunday if you look at those numbers compared to if you go over 3000 calories on the saturday but go back to your 1500 or maybe just a little bit more on the sunday look how many calories you've already clawed back yeah yeah 100% like it's it's getting out of that mentality of i will start again on monday yeah, yeah yeah 
yeah that's what i mean like it, it's like all of a sudden you, you kind of make progress straight away if you want to so like now that one day is never going to ruin a, a diet but starting again on monday and having that m- mentality slip it's going to be much more de- detrimental than going over a couple of thousand calories yeah and there's a lot of power in that comeback i mean most people listening to this will be like yeah actually that makes a lot of sense but mm. it, it does and getting straight back on the game train the next day makes you feel so good like it does instead of dwelling on oh i've had such a bad day yesterday or a higher calorie day than mm. planned shall we say it's not necessarily a bad day no. it's just not what was probably planned. Had a great day probably yeah <laughs> then it's you, you just have a great you just feel great about yourself you get straight back on it rather than Debbie yeah. Downers. Debbie it's Downers. almost as <laughs> it's almost like you close that chapter as well i think longer that you like the next day if you're like oh, i've ruined it like i'm gonna start again tomorrow and then you're prolonging that chapter as well whereas if you're that kind of person with this new mentality that you're going to make this progress and you want to make a change all of a sudden if you get straight back onto your games train as you said um that chapter's then closed so you've you've done it it's dusted you, you accepted it we're all human but now you're back onto that path yeah and so many of my lean beans are in the mindset when they first start working with me of it's got to be perfect. I've got to be very consistent. I've got to do this, this, this every day. And I say to them, I'm like, I don't expect perfect from you. So don't expect it from yourself. No. We're human Pro- beings. Progress isn't linear. It's definitely not linear. And anyone sitting there thinking I can make my progress linear. I'd love to see it. Yeah, no, I've I'd, never seen it before. I've never seen it. No, it's, it's funny. I've I've worked in and around like the fitness environment for ten years, maybe longer, depends who asks. Um, <laughs> but I've never seen anyone make flatline progress. Never, even the most dedicated people never make flatline progress. It's one if you're making flatline progress. And it doesn't happen for anyone. So I, I know I'm not offending anyone say this, but you're boring. Yeah. You know, but even if you don't have a social life, like we're talking about today, there's still going to be times when you eat more than you planned because, you know, hormones, you to, because you go to the shop and you see some yeah. Cadbury's orange chocolate, that's a pound and you've seen it three times in a row and now you're desperate to eat it. And it's all you can think about happens to the best of us and the worst of us not me <laughs> he's boring <laughs> i'm boring right steph that's been a lovely chat about um balancing obviously the weight loss and the social diary um, i feel like i feel like actually it's been balancing weight loss with barbecues but <laughs> yeah i mean it's you know it's universal and you can take it away and you know same with things like dinner and and you've just got to be aware and make the correct decisions and Limit yourself to five beers an hour. (laughs) (laughs) So good. What I will say to all the podcasters is I did go and have a few beers with Steph. um, Mm, We did. If you do follow Steph on Instagram. And um, she certainly didn't drink five beers an hour. I I out drunk you. Well. Well. I definitely didn't. We were, to be fair, we're talking about booze. We were having beer towers. We were having steins. We went all All out, didn't we? All you can eat as well, which goes against the motto. Yeah. See, again, real life. Like, we just come back into 
on lockdown and we wanted to enjoy ourselves so you know maintenance and, and, was for that week and leading up to that day obviously i i sort of just was more cautious my calories in the week i think the day before as well like when i play sport i don't really like to eat a lot as well because it's hot and my body just doesn't like to eat so i just restricted my calories a little bit for the next day and i made up for it yeah and can i say this was also done on a sunday which made monday quite hard work yeah yeah usually i love mondays but that monday <laughs> i was like this is hard why did i do this <laughs> yeah 10 hour you, drinking session jumbo was basically pouring the beer tower down my throat Aww. no he wasn't it was fun <laughs> good right steph what's your um takeaway points from this very fun podcast mm. takeaway points first and foremost decide where you're at with your weight loss journey right now are you at maintenance stage or are you at weight loss stage when you've decided that go with it roll with it if you're at the weight loss stage i want you to be flexible be flexible around your week think about your calories over a week rather than just a day if you have a higher calorie day than planned own it own it and own that comeback as well that's what i got for you today jambo yeah i love it i think uh basically what you said the same i think if you are on that person who it's not the right time for you to be going into a massive deficit just be prepared i think really think about the rest of your week as well um this is what i do i'm not i'm not beating myself up if i go over or i'm around maintenance i'm prepared i still eat well during the week it's not all of a sudden like i've gone off the rails and i'm eating a bowl of cocoa pops every day just half just half I'm just still eating well, still doing the right thing so that when it comes to the right situation, it's not a massive change. All of a sudden, I'm going from having McDonald's on a Friday night to, you know, not having McDonald's on a Friday night. So, yeah, just just stay with it. Stay with the right thing and just don't beat yourself up. Love it. Right, Steph, where can we find you? You can find me on social media, Facebook and Instagram at foodislife.nutrition. You can also find my website, www.foodislifenutrition.com. That's where you can find all the details to how you can work with me, testimonials on the lean beans, everything you need to know, all in the hub there, which are also in the show notes that you can link directly to them. Oh. Yeah. Jambo, where can we find you? You can find me strictly on Instagram. It's at jambo.the.great. Um, one thing I will say is... Uh, Please do reach out to us if you have any questions and stuff. We've been doing this podcast for a fair while now. And feel free to, if you've got any questions, my DMs are always open. I know, Steph, yours are as well. We're always intrigued by how many followers we've made from this podcast as well, because I certainly have a lot of random people who have added me in the last year. You're random, but you're special. Yeah, exactly. I want to know. Let me know. Yeah, I'd also like to just add on to that. Thank you for everyone that shares the podcast around, that shares it with their friends, that, you know, speak about us because it does mean the absolute world to us. Yeah, it does. It's uh, Sometimes it do feel like we're just chatting at each other for and then popping on Spotify, but no, it's, <laughs> it's nice. Yes. Well, thank you, Jambo. It's been lovely. Thank you very much, Steph, and thanks everyone for joining in. Bye-bye-bye. Bye. bye. bye.